The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 69th seed, nice. a 1989 pro wrestling game from Tecmo, Tecmo World Wrestling, and its opponent, the 60th seed, a 1990 run and gun game from Konami, Super C. Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round one, fight! Welcome to episode 27 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to find the best game for each home video game console by means of a giant tournament. You've caught us about three quarters of the way through the first round of our NES tournament, where today we will see the number 60 seed as determined by IGN's list of the 100 greatest NES games. Uh, that's Super C, as it takes on number 69, Tecmo World Wrestling. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And if you joined us last week, you heard my heartbreaking in real time as uh, Tecmo Super Bowl uh, was knocked out by Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team, uh, who will probably lose to Contra. And now we are seeing Contra's sequel taking on another Tecmo game, uh, looking for some revenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we always start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is Tecmo World Wrestling. Uh, it is a 1989 pro wrestling game developed and published by Tecmo. The player can control one of 10 fictional international professional wrestlers, each of which is loosely based on a real wrestler. There's Akira Dragon, El Tigre, Pat Gordon, Rex Beat, Jackie Lee, Boris Chekhov, Mark Rose, Julio Falcon, Randy Gomez, Dr. Guildo, and the NPC final boss, Blue King. It is the first wrestling game to feature a play-by-play -play announcer who calls the action via speech bubbles. Very repetitive speech bubbles, uh, but speech bubbles nonetheless. Uh, and I made a note that uh, the commentary in this is better than in the actual WWE or in any WWE video game for about the last decade. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, uh... And that's the thing, it's just words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, um... Good not hearing Michael Cole and yeah any combination and, of yeah. that and the king yeah one of many reasons i've given up on wwe um but yeah it's um it's hard it's um you know it's an 8-bit wrestling game which means you're very limited in your you know kind of button combinations you can do uh but i was a little impressed by how deep the arsenal was for most of the wrestlers for there only being two buttons. Um, I was playing, of course I was playing as Pat Gordon, uh, when I played and I mean, I, you know, there, you know, punches and kicks and Irish whips and stuff, but I had, you know, power bombs and, uh, uh, pile drivers and, uh, back suplex. Like there was a, you know, surprisingly deep amount of moves. 
and then if you fight on the floor, you can like ram them into the corner post. And yeah, uh, this this game was definitely better than any of the WWE games of, of that time. Like oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, it's so much better than WrestleMania or WrestleMania Challenge. Yeah. Steel Cage Challenge was that the other one? I think so. Yeah. Yes. There was one that came out like right at the end of the NES life cycle. I think I think that's what it was called, Steel Cage Challenge, because there was also a Game Boy version of it that I think was better than the NES version, if memory serves. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's fun. Like you, if you play it one player, you know, if it's two player, it's pretty much just a straight up one on one, you know, wrestling match. If you play one player, it's kind of like Punch Out, where you're like working your way up the rankings to get to Blue King. Uh, and yeah. then every time you lose, you get to go to the gym to work on a skill to try and improve yourself to, you know, do better in your next match, which I thought was kind of a cool thing. I mean, it just turns into button mashing to, you know, lift weights or or do pull-ups or uh, sit-ups, but, or not pull-ups, uh, push-ups. But it's, you know, it's just kind of a fun little mini-game in between matches yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah, like you said, it was very punch outy. Uh, to be honest, I didn't think those those moments did anything. I don't know. I didn't feel the difference. Yeah, like it, the way yeah. that it appears on the screen, like it looks like it should be increasing your strength, but yeah, I never really noticed to discern them. I didn't have any extra moves, or like I didn't feel like I could take any extra damage. But I'm sure there was something that it did, but I, you know, I never quite figured it out. Um, it's, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to say. It's, you know, it's pretty much a straight up pro wrestling game. It's a good wrestling game for the era. Um, like you can definitely kind of see the kind of slower paced. I, I mean, definitely more of a Japanese style wrestling than the more cartoony WWF style of the time. Yeah. Um, you know, you can definitely kind of feel like elements of later games like fire pro in this. Um, obviously those games are significantly better. Um, but just the, the kind of the pacing of the matches in Tecmo reminded me of that. Yeah, you're right. It definitely felt like fire pro like a hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, man, this is, if they had the rights for New Japan at the time, I'm I'm sure they yeah. would. This would be Fire Pro. Well, yeah, and like I found a list of who each of the wrestlers is based on. Um, oh, nice. And so, I mean, and it is very much kind of the the New Japan and All Japan of the day, plus some American wrestlers like uh, Akira Dragon is based on Inoki. Uh, El Tigre obviously is Tiger Mask. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Lee is Ricky Choshu. Uh, Boris Chekhov is based on Stan Hansen, or at least his move set is. Um, Doctor Guildo is based on Vader. Uh, Blue King, <laughs> the final boss, is based on Super Strong Machine. But then you've also got like Luthez and the Road Warriors. Mark Rose is sort of a Ric Flair, Rick Rude type. Um, Julio Falcon is very Hulk Hogan based. Um, Randy Gomez has some Harley Race and Butch Reed in him. Uh, so it's. They didn't have they didn't have the license to actually have any of them in it, but they kind kind of like uh, the Super Nintendo, not Super Nintendo, the N sixty four WCW games. How they're always like you know a dozen fake wrestlers, but like you know 
clearly this guy's based on like Hayabusa and this guy's based on you know what I mean I'm blanking yeah. on on specific there's one that was like based on Steve Williams but you know they didn't have the all Japan license to call him Steve Williams so it was all, it was like that but in 8 bits and you know with a dozen moves rather than however many you could have on the N64 um so this was I mean I would hesitate to call it you know, it's not a great game by any means, but it was definitely kind of a pleasant surprise. Like, I, I didn't expect much out of it, having played, you know, the WWF and WCW games of the era. I was expecting this to be, you know, kind of equally crappy to those. And it was it was, it was, was kind of fun. It, so, it was fun, but I had a problem. Yes. So, my or my version of the game was acting up so every now and then when i would like play the one player mode and i would do the push-ups or whatever mm-hmm. it, it would just freeze and crash and i would have to start all over again yeah that would uh so that would negatively affect your enjoyment of the game yeah <laughs> especially where it always would happen at the same place so like okay i don't think i could go any further <laughs> No, yeah, that sucks. That's yeah, no but fun. for the time I did have, and, you know, I was always... I tried to play it two players for a little bit, mm-hmm. just to see. It was good. You know, it was definitely... Uh, some of these games are very hard to get used to because of how old they are. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like. Like, you want to do so much more than what the game is capable of doing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely, you know, comparing it to Fire Pro and, uh, you know, and other more modern games. Not, I'm yeah, ignoring the not. 2K games, but, um, you know, better, newer console wrestling games where, you know, there's definitely no Tope Suicidas happening in Tecmo World Wrestling or, you know. Uh, acai moon salts or anything like that this is all very basic uh you know punch kick style uh with the occasional i did like how you know like in uh tecmo super bowl when you would make a cool catch or uh you know block a kick or whatever it would like zoom into like a like a not a, not a quick time event but like a a, almost a cut scene of the you know the the pass being intercepted or the kick being blocked or the guy jumping up to make a catch um it would do that for like finishing moves in this so if you hit you know uh i'm playing as pat gordon his finisher was the the backdrop suplex so every time i'd hit that it would do that like cut scene of him like dropping back into the yeah sean michaels's finisher before he started doing sweet chin music um and I did that a lot because I wasn't really sure what I was doing, but you know, you grab them from behind enough times, so and it's like, oh, hey, it works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. I, I I liked it, but I don't. There's not a ton to talk about with it, um, other than you know, I just, I thought it was cool that there was an announcer, even if it was, you know, the same every time somebody did a pile driver, it was the same pile driver commentary. There was no nothing was specialized for the wrestlers themselves. Um, there's the figure four and there's the lock, which doesn't really make sense. I'm assuming it's a bad translation, but kudos to Tom Talker, the play-by-play announcer in Tecmo. 
yeah, for, it, for existing. It was okay. Yeah. The game was okay. Yeah. Um, its opponent, Super C, came out the following year. It's a 1990 run-and-gun game from our old friends at Konami. It's a sequel to Contra and a port of the arcade game Super Contra. So a year after the events of the first game, Bill Riser and Lance Bean are sent to an allied military base where mutated aliens have possessed the troops. Uh, the only other real note I have on it is that uh, a mobile version of the game was released in 2008 in Japan and China only. So if you were hoping for a mobile version, you have to move to East Asia. So let's talk about Super C. Super C. So, Why would you make a Contra game where you can't <laughs> use the Konami code? Yep. Just Let's just lead with that. It's so funny because I was like, wait, Super C, is this Contra? It's got to work. Nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, I tried many, many, many times because I got many, many, many game overs and went back to the title screen many, many, many times. And then I finally just went online and, and looked it up and nope. No, no Konami code. There is supposedly a code that gives you 10 lives instead of three, but I didn't, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to go into these games as blind as I can. I just thought I'd try the Konami code because I knew it worked for Contra and most of the other Konami games. I tried pausing it and entering it because that was how it worked in, was it Gradius or Life Force? Life Force, I believe. Life Force, yeah. So one yeah. of them, it wasn't the title screen, it was pause. So I tried that too. That didn't work. So, yeah. Um, if you played Contra, this I mean, this is very much Contra again. It's your, you know, you're running, side-scrolling, shooting, getting upgrades for your weapons, um, and dying a lot. Uh, and getting a lot of game overs and yeah. having to kind of muscle memory your way back to where you were before because there's no continues. I felt like I felt this game was a lot easier than Contra. It's still hard. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I, I didn't feel as frustrated as regular Contra. I would agree with that. I think I think that's I probably like was, true. I feel like it was slower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um I had because you had technical problems with Tecmo. I don't. Yeah. I I was having tec technical problems with Super C, where anytime I would get hit, I guess I shouldn't say anytime. Probably like sixty percent of the time I would get hit, I would disappear. I wasn't dead. I would just like you know, in some games where you get hit, you flash for a second. I would do right. that, except I wouldn't unflash for a second or two. Which in a Konami game, or in a Contra game, I guess any Konami game, if you don't know where you are on the screen for two seconds, that's just an invitation to death. So I died a lot doing that. Where I would take, you know, a cheap hit because I did something dumb and wasn't paying attention. And then, you know, I'd have to make a skillful shot to kill somebody before they could get me. And I couldn't because I didn't know where I was on the screen. So that that took yeah, a that lot sucks, away from I did my not. enjoyment of the game. That did not happen to me, so yeah. So um, I, I made a, a a note that I think the people who made this game also invented those blue headlights. The originals work just fine. These just make life miserable for those of us who have to experience it, because um, that's how Konami games are. They're just really, really hard. Um, 
you know, they're they're very much of the arcade style, you know, kill them over and over again to get them to put in more quarters style uh, games, yeah. even though they're they're uh, console ports. But, but yeah, I mean, it was it's fun. Like Contra is fun, Super C is fun, but it's also just really, really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it you just have to have patience. It's yeah. You gotta know your guns. You gotta know the way your stuff fires, and you'll get a hang of it. But you gotta, you gotta be patient because you you are gonna die, oh, and yes. you might you might have to start all over again. But and you gotta be able to guess where you are on the screen when you disappear for a second or two. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a weird when we get to picking a winner. It's gonna be kind of weird because. Um, you know, we both had a bad ROM experience with uh, well, <laughs> with yeah. the different games. We didn't both have the same bad ROM experience. Yeah, that's crazy. So I think that that took away from from both of our enjoyments of it. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to? Any other notes on? Because I mean, Super C. I, I mean, I guess for because we we're, we're talking a lot. Like we assume you played Contra. Um, but if you didn't, I mean, I guess we should probably talk a little bit about what the Contra slash Super C games are. Like, you're, you're just right. a soldier running left to right fighting creatures. They're usually humanoid. It's usually, yeah, human, yeah. Until you get to the, like, the end of, of a level where you fight a big boss, which sometimes is a monster. Sometimes it's just, uh, I think the first boss was a helicopter. Yeah. Um, and you just have to, like, shoot the gun turrets off the helicopter and then hit, like, the weak point on it to shoot it down. Cool. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think what the story is of Contra. It's basically aliens invading and taking over bodies, and then we mm-hmm. go to their ship or whatever, and then we try to kill them, basically. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. exactly what it is. Is it's it's you know it's a pretty standard video game story where you know it's you gotta kill your way through as many bad guys as you can until you can get onto the you know mothership and drive them away. And this is you know it's kind of more of the same, but. Um, I did kind of like some of the creature designs were were fun. Like I liked the little um, like the sloth enemies. Actually, you yeah. know what? I take that back. That wasn't in this game. That's one of next week's games. I'm gonna edit this part out. Those bad guys were Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, they were they were in Ninja Gaiden. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty standard. Uh, I did <laughs> I did make another note. I kind of want to see a a Contra slash Super C movie where like the two lead characters play it totally straight. Like, you know, I'm talking like eighties era, you know, Arnold and Sylvester Stallone style, like straight up action movie guys. But most of the story is told through the point of view of like the henchmen, bad guys, like watching them do ridiculous things like wait did he just do a backflip and shoot three guys before he landed while going down a ramp as we lob grenades at him <laughs> the the things you can yeah. pull off in this game are a little ridiculous but i think that that could make for a fun uh a fun movie or i, I could show. see contra being like a will ferrell movie like a <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah that brothers kind of thing where they're both <laughs> will ferrell and john c Riley are just yeah 
the, the like, two henchmen people. watching this all happen. They're the I mean, two like, alien great. overlords. They're or Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco. James Franco. <laughs> I don't know. And then you have I, the, I the two it... leads be like you know The Rock and Channing Tatum are the are Bill and Lance going through and doing all the the super badass killing and then you cut to see i i think it will work as a comedy i think yeah well i agree that's why i think like the the guys doing the killing like the contra quote-unquote contra guys should be like action stars but everybody else should be it should be like um what was that movie this is the end (laughs) where it's just a bunch of funny people but instead of it being the end of the world it's like their facility is being taken by bill and lance from contra and so it's just all the the faceless, you know, That'd nameless bad guys you're mowing through are, you know, Seth Rogen and James and Dave Franco and Jay Baruchel and uh, Craig Robinson and that would be that would be funny. I would like to see that. Maybe I'll start writing that. There you go. <laughs> I wonder who make has it happen, the, Kevin. I wonder who has the film rights to Super C. Probably nobody. Yeah, it's Konami. Come on, dude. True. They just have what are those called? Those machine games. The ah, <laughs> uh, I forgot. But yeah, <laughs> they're not into making games anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, all right. Well, do you want to get into how far we made it, or did you have any other? No. Yeah. Let's, let's see how far you went. So on Tecmo, I made it to the sixth opponent, uh, which in my case was Mark Rose. Uh, I finished with a ten and nine record. Um, I was two and four against Akira Dragon, three and one against El Tigre, three and one and one against Rex Beat. We had a double countout in one of our matches, which apparently counts as a loss rather than a draw. So double countout, wow. Yeah. Uh, one and two against Jackie Lee, and I beat Boris Chekhov the only time I fought him. And then I was fighting Mark Rose when time ran out. So I never got to see Julio Falcon, Randy Gomez, Dr. Guildo, or Blue King. Well, I played as Dr. Guildo. <laughs> and uh, I only got to El Tigre, because after El Tigre, it would freeze and bag up. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. So, yep, you got me on this one. I'm not not proud of it, but I will take it. Uh, I'm still four games behind you at this point. Uh, For those of you listening for the first time to this episode, uh, we keep track of who made it farther or got the higher score uh, every game we play. Ricky has beaten me in 25. This is my 21st victory. And then we've had a whole bunch of ties. Uh, so in Super C, how far did you make it? So Super C, I made it to stage Cinco 5, oh, area wow. 5, yep. I never made it past the level 3 boss. I made it to the boss a couple of times, but... Yeah, that was... guy was hard as hell. Yes, he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I think I was able to like find a corner and just spam. And just... <laughs> nice. I think that's how I beat that one. Well, hey, if that's, sure. you know. Yeah. If they didn't want you to exploit it, they wouldn't have put it in the game. Like, I, I always feel kind of guilty about how I beat Borderlands the first time. Because I just, I, 
in that final boss battle, I found like a rock I could hide behind and shoot the like the final monster boss where it for some reason could never hit me. <laughs> and I just hid there <laughs> and just kept shooting rockets at it till it died. So yeah, yeah no shame. You'll get no uh, you'll get no grief from me for for finding a safe place in yeah, Super C to kill a boss. They wouldn't have put oh, yeah. it in there if they didn't want you to find it. Or they just didn't find it because they didn't have. <laughs> or, I don't, I don't, or they missed yeah. it in playtesting. That's also possible. Exactly. I don't think they had playtesting back in the day. Maybe they did, but I don't know. Well, I was uh, listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about how so many of the games from this era wound up being so hard is because the people that were doing the playtesting were also the developers. And the developers knew what you were supposed to do because they had developed it. So it didn't seem that hard to them. But it wasn't until later where they started, like, bringing in outside people to test the games um, before they started, like, kind of better balancing these uh, and adding difficulty levels and stuff. So, yeah, because the people that were making Super C were also the ones that were playtesting Super C, and they knew what you were supposed to do. So... I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, the Earth. winner of this one uh, is up against a steep challenge. They will face the number five overall seed in the tournament, which is Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Um, so it's pretty appropriate as we load into... We're getting close to, to our uh, series of October episodes where we're going to be playing spooky games uh, that uh, Castlevania Three awaits the winner here. Um... Normally, because I kind of feel like we're going to have to have a little bit of a discussion here to pick an actual winner, because it's going to be like last week, I think. Because last week, or yeah. we always put it out on a couple of online forums and on our Twitter page, um, asking people to pick, help us pick a winner, and we use that as a tiebreaker. It was 50-50 this week, so which, Great. Happened, which <laughs> happened last week when we had to flip a coin. Um, I had more fun playing Tecmo World Wrestling. So I would rather play that again in round two. Yeah. But also, like, objectively, Super C is... I mean, it's really... It's the better game. I think. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Is I, I'm, I'm torn at the moment between which I had more fun with and which is actually better. And I feel like for you, it's probably both of those are the same answer, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's, I I mean, yes, my Tecmo wrestling experience was not good because of the glitch I had, mm -hmm. but it was a fun game. Like, I was enjoying it. And Super C, like, I mean, it's Contra. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's It's one of those games where we've all played before. Yeah, and like you said, it's definitely the better game. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, do I want to play it again? <laughs> do I want to? Right. I don't well, know. yeah, and you know, especially knowing like we're gonna play actual Contra in a few weeks in round right. two. Like it's, it got a first round buy because it's so great. So do we want to have two of these in there? But also, you know, do you want to be? having to fight you know be stuck in a groundhog day scenario of fighting lt gray over and over and over again right i just hour. gotta fight yeah i don't know if i can update it 
Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Super C just because of that. I don't think yeah. I can move on. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a deal breaker. I get it. Um, <laughs> as much as I would like to bust out the two peso coin again, uh, for to <laughs> to help make the decision for me, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Super C. I'm gonna suck it up. I liked Tecmo, um, but. Uh, yeah, I think Super C is the better made game. It's just frustratingly hard, and I need to see if I can find a better... I mean, it, the thing that stinks is, with there being a pandemic, like I have had to play a lot of these games that I don't already own. I'm having to find online, which is not, you know, ideal. I'd love to be, you know, going to my local video game stores and buying carts right. of all of these. But... You know, there's a global pandemic going on, and I don't want to, you know, go rooting through stacks of games that how many other people have touched. So we're kind of stuck with the versions that we can find of these games. Yeah. So I may just have to try and find another copy of Super C. Um, unless you folks want to, uh, you know, contribute to the coffee account so we can actually, you know, buy these from Amazon or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Super C. Uh, right. Super C Super advances. C. I'm not thrilled with it. I'm uh, sorry, man. No, it's okay. It, it, hey, at least it's not it's not Tecmo, you know, football. Yeah, just, yeah, that's true. That's true. That it's not like rough. last week where, yeah, last um, which week. actually, I guess, you know, now might be the time to start talking about what we had talked about before recording, uh, which is that we have. We haven't really done anything with it yet, but uh, we have launched a um, a Twitch account, uh, yep. twitch.tv slash kings of consoles. Uh, we haven't done anything on it yet. Um, the goal was going to be to when the reason we haven't mentioned anything until now is we were going to wait until the round two games started uh, before we started streaming so you could watch along with us as we play those games. Neither of us paid much attention to the calendar, me especially, because I, I was the one that set up the Twitch account and all of that. Um, at season two or round two is going to kick off on Thanksgiving, and then like four weeks after that is Christmas, and the week after that is New Year's. Like we're both going to have all kinds of other, uh, you know, responsibilities and obligations during those weeks. Where it's going to be real hard to find time to set yeah. up a stream and record ourselves or, you know, stream us playing these games. So we're announcing it a little earlier than originally intended. Uh, because, one, because we want to get people, you know, following us so that when we do start streaming, we can, you know, there will be people watching. But also because what I think we're probably going to do in the meantime is play games that either didn't make the tournament or that have already been eliminated. So if you want to see me continue to dominate my Tecmo Super Bowl season as the Lions, although the last game I played, both Barry Sanders and Rodney Pete went down with injuries. So, it's over. So yeah, that is over. <laughs> that's going to make a really, really hard... Fortunately, I was, I'm was i four and one. I had you know won my first four games before that happened in the fifth. Uh, you you know if you want to watch me try to adjust to life with uh, with 
Andre Ware and uh, Mel Gray instead. Twitch.tv slash Kings of Consoles. I'll you know we'll we'll post on you know on the probably Twitter and Facebook when you know give you a little bit of warning before we start streaming. Um, and then of course you know it's Twitch, so they'll they'll still be there if you want to watch later. But then we'll also in the coming weeks when we have time to set up a stream to record us playing the games for the show, we'll also let you know on there uh, the same way. Uh, but yeah, follow us so that you'll get those notifications through Twitch rather than having to keep an eye on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but follow us there too if you're not already. Please. Uh, so we did get a little bit of listener feedback. I forgot to add this to the format document. So Ricky hasn't seen this yet unless he saw it on Twitter. Uh, we did get uh, Rhino reached out again asking, since they remade and brought back Battletoads, what other really old Nintendo series would you like to see remade or brought back today? Oh. Which is a really good question. We had a couple other technical questions, but that's not really anything we need to talk about on the podcast. Um, but yeah, really good question. Ryan always comes with the good stuff. Um, he was the one that asked us last week about casting a Battletoads movie. <laughs> um, oh, I'll be honest. I didn't give this a ton of thought. I because uh, I you know kind of wanted to come into it fresh because I figured Ricky would be too. The first thing that comes to mind, and I feel like I mentioned this on the episode where we talked about this, I would really like to see a Switch version of Lolo. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that would be really fun. Um, but that's that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind in terms of old because most of the old franchises have had, you know, kind of you know, there have been new Ninja Gaiden games and obviously Mario and Zelda and Metroid. Um, I feel like I, I, oh man, there's so many. Yeah, I feel like I would love to see a new. I mean, a new Castlevania. I mean, when was the last time we had a new Castlevania? I was actually just wondering the same thing. Uh, actually, I think I think there was a PS3 era, but I think so. But yeah, nothing. The last game, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two in 2014. 2014. Yeah, so it's been six years. There's, it was, you know, yeah, it was PS3, 360, and uh, Windows. Man, there's another. It's not, I don't think it's. I think it's a Super Nintendo game, but I don't really want to see a new Paperboy. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, well, that would be gr- great. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 3D Paperboy. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, but. NES games, the, the ones we played. Oh, man. I'd be up for a new Wizards and Warriors. Yeah, that would be cool. Honestly, a, a Tecmo remake would be awesome. Any like the imagine a Tecmo football remake, oh, yeah. <laughs> or well, even the wrestling. Then, yeah, I I'm bummed that Tecmo is essentially gone. Like, yeah. they they made really good games well, no, for the, a while. They're, there. Koi Tecmo now, right? Koi. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so they're they... still doing their thing, but... Yeah. Um... They, they're doing the Dynasty Warrior games and all that. Oh, that's true. So they're still around. It's just... <laughs> um... Oh, I totally want a new Snake Rattle and Roll. 
that's just my favorite game ever. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, that's the show for this. Uh, Kung yeah, Fu would be fun. That'd be cool. Um, Adventure Island. Tech, well, oh yeah, Adventure Island. Skater's Revenge. Come on. Oh yeah, totally. Skater <laughs> Die, but like a Tony Hawk version of Skater Die, but with the Skater Die style story. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking through the games that we've already played. Star Tropics, I think, is probably due for a current-gen remake. I'm just going to pick any Konami game, because they're never coming back, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. So, anything that Konami's made, that one. (laughs) Come back, Gradius. Come back, Russian Attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've we've already mentioned the you know the social media. You can follow us. You know, Twitter dot com or Twitter dot com, Facebook dot com slash Kings of Consoles. I mean, you can go to Twitter dot com, but we're at Kings of Consoles on Twitter, uh, at Kings of Consoles on Instagram. Uh, you can contribute to the show uh, ko dash fi dot com slash Kings of Consoles. Uh, if you want to, you know, throw us a little, you know, buy games on Amazon money, that'd be cool. Uh, challenge.com slash Kings of Consoles, where you can see the bracket as it stands currently. Uh, we always update that every week with the previous week's results. Uh, so as you're listening to this episode, you can now go on challenge.com slash Kings of Consoles and see Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team, uh, has advanced to the next round uh, to take on Contra. Uh, and Super C has now advanced to face Dr- Castlevania 3, uh, which you'll be able to see when next week's episode drops. Uh, you can also follow me personally on Twitter at LoopyDate. Yeah, and you can follow me at Ricky4518. All right. And next week, we are going to be talking about another classic Nintendo property, uh, the sequel to Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden 2, The Dark Sword of Chaos. As it takes on, that's the number 43 seed, as it takes on the number 86 seed, Mickey Mousecapade, which I'm sure will bring up all kinds of flashbacks for Ricky and me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> until next week, play old games. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Later, everyone. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Edwin. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.